from depression to diabetes to obesity and addictions. Our medical problems are climbing and are now at epidemic rates. This is why I started this podcast, Your Health Transformed, to educate you, to teach you, so we can all learn how to combat these increasing medical problems and live well again and become transformed. I am your host, Dr. Franchelle Hamilton, bariatric surgeon, and have seen these medical problems and treated them firsthand. I am now on a journey to help transform health, not just band-aid it. So thank you for listening and going on this journey with me and all of my guests on Your Health Transformed. And today I'm excited to talk about our guest and have her educate us on magnesium because apparently I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Welcome our guest, Kristen Bowen. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You haven't been doing it wrong. We just want to upgrade it. (laughs) Well, it's funny because I have your brochure and I have your product. Thank you very much. And I've been using it. And I've heard briefly, like before, when it comes to magnesium, first of all, I know benefits of the of magnesium. And so I use it in my own practice for certain ailments, but I want you to kind of go into it. But I've been doing mostly oral. And so you are pretty much saying it's better transdermally, meaning through the skin. So I'm curious to see, first of all, why magnesium? There's so many like vitamins or minerals, right? It's a mineral that a lot of people don't talk about. There's so many things that are beneficial to it. So why you and why magnesium? Magnesium is the spark plug. I love to drive down the coast in my little convertible along highway (laughs) one with the top down. It is a de-stressor to me. If I don't have spark plugs, that car can be tuned. It can have a full tank of gasoline. But if there's nothing to spark the electricity in that engine, I'm not going on any drives along highway one. Our bodies need a spark plug. And utilizing magnesium increases the spark plug to start more processes in your body. That makes sense. So I'm glad you kind of put it that way because most people probably don't even think they need it or they don't even know what it does. So tell me first, what are some of the benefits of magnesium that you are aware of? You know, right now we're recording this in 2021, and I think more than ever, people are understanding the importance and the role that vitamin D plays in our immune. And all of us collectively have stepped up and said, wow, we want a stronger immune system. We Mm -hmm. want to be able to fight internally what's happening externally. And magnesium activates vitamin D. If your vitamin D levels are low, you had to have dropped in magnesium beforehand to get low vitamin D. And so many people start with vitamin D, but let's start where the problem began, low magnesium to convert your vitamin D into usable vitamin D to really boost and increase immune function. 
Yeah, no, no, I agree. I'm big on let's finding the root of the problem. So let me tell you some of the things that I like to use magnesium for, and then you can kind of piggyback on that or even tell me if I'm I'm in the right lane. Believe it or not, as an MD, we don't get a lot of mineral and nutrition and supplemental training. It's just kind of, you know, obviously how the body works type of things. And so a lot of that stuff we'd have to get kind of on our own. Um, so magnesium, I often like to use it mostly muscle relaxation and that's how I use it specifically. I have really bad neck from operating and upper back pain. So the magnesium you said, I've been soaking to help with muscle relaxation. I like to use it for migraines because sometimes I get migraines and then blood pressure. And some of my patients I've noticed by supplementing with magnesium, a lot of times when patients have chronic pain, like joint and and all these other kind of inflammatory processes for pain, I've found fibromyalgia that magnesium has helped with this. And this has just been kind of on my own trial and error. Um, you have a much bigger list that you have seen uses for magnesium. So what do you think about my list, which is much short? And then if there's anything that you want to add to that? Well, first of all, can I just say... I love your whole approach. I do not think in all of the podcasts that I've been on with medical doctors and personally, all the doctors that I've seen, I have never heard come out of any of their mouths what you just said. Uh I did not learn a lot about magnesium. And so I've had to do it on my own. Oh, my goodness, I think for those of us who who utilize and I utilize Western medicine, yeah. that is the approach that is lacking and that is shutting people and turning people away from Western medicine because we get blown off. And oh, duh, duh, duh. yeah, I love that. Like, I just want <laughs> to take a moment and breathe that in and think, yes, the change is happening. So just kudos to you for yeah. that out of the box thinking. I I love that. And I think we could have a whole podcast with you <laughs> on what helped you get to that point, because it seems like there's something that shuts down their, in, in some ways, their learning is increased, but in some ways their thinking is shut down as they go through the medical school process. And I'm just in awe. (laughs) That was amazing. So hand over my heart moment for that attitude. I love that. So one of the things that I love about magnesium is it balances calcium. And we have become a calcium rich society and magnesium deficient. And we need to be a magnesium rich environment with usable calcium. And so that's my number one thing, because when we get calcium that is not balanced by magnesium, it hardens everything. You know, when you're making cement and you want to harden it, you throw in calcium and it makes it brittle. And so our bones, think of our bones, when we have all that excess calcium not balanced by magnesium, we're asking for brittle bones. And here's how powerful we are. We control and regulate our magnesium by what we eat, by what we think, and by how we manage stress. 
So we are in control. And sometimes someone that's overwhelmed trying to get healthy, when you explain to them, you're in control of the flow of this mineral, that's just one more thing to add to their plate. But is what we have to do as people who are reclaiming our health and maintaining optimal health, we have to be willing to shoulder that responsibility and Mm -hmm. say, I am taking responsibility. I know is what I used to do. And maybe you've had patients that have done this to you. I would go to the doctor and I would throw all of these problems out and expect him or her to fix it. Mm-hmm. not taking responsibility. I yep. wasn't getting enough sleep. I was drinking literally two liters of diet Coke every day. Yep. I I wasn't taking care of myself, but I would just dump all of that because I wasn't willing to take the responsibility of creating better health. And so for me, that original health crash that happened 20 years ago, that's what had to shift for me to take more responsibility for my health. Now, my medical team that's on my board of directors, they support and assist, but ultimately it's my responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because one of my, I I kind of teach or train four pillars because you're right. I went through my own journey with treating patients, which why I came to the conclusion that a lot of stuff that I do, I felt like wasn't working. It's kind of the long and the short of it. And I had to look outside of traditional medicine to be able to truly heal my patients, which is what I felt like I was here to do. And so one of the things in what I call almost my four pillar approach is self-awareness, because there are so many people who like exactly what you said. I see it all the time. They don't take responsibility for what they can control. And and some people don't even know they're not taking responsibility. Right. I did. I was asleep. Is. Yeah, exactly. And so one of the first steps for me in order to truly heal or overcome whatever health stronghold you have is awareness, self-awareness. Like, how are you contributing and what can you do? You know what I'm saying? Just being aware of what's going on with your body and what you're doing. So I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually my my number one step in the whole journey to better health in general. So I'm glad you brought up magnesium because I, I didn't know what you just told me. I didn't, I didn't know that either. Like I knew what calcium did and I knew why we need it. And I knew the relationship between calcium and vitamin D and the relationship between your thyroid and your parathyroids and calcium, you know what I'm saying? Which is what we learned, but I did not know the relationship between magnesium and calcium. So, and that opens the whole door for other things, which is why magnesium can also potentially, I've seen improvements in blood pressure because calcium deposits along arteries and it stiffens and hardens, like you said, and maybe the magnesium helps almost like counter affect that. So now you're saying we can use it for osteoporosis or thin bones or like all these other uses that magnesium has. So I think, and, and I need you to elaborate on how we can manage our own magnesium, even if we don't supplement, because you made a comment that we can have the ability to regulate our own magnesium with all these people suffering from anxiety, depression, and post-traumatic disorders from multiple things. There's so much going on right now. How can they do that? So first off, I am someone with post-traumatic stress disorder from adverse childhood experiences. Yes. So many people. 
Yes. Yes. And is what happens is my body got set up to be in fight or flight all of the time. Mm-hmm. I, I never came out of fight or flight. I didn't know I was in fight or flight. Yeah. Fight or flight is a high magnesium burn rate. So your burn rate and my burn rate are very different. Mm. And to think we can take one or two magnesium pills and give our bodies the magnesium we need is completely missing the point of individuality in our bodies, because there might be a period when my burn rate goes very high. One of my children is maybe experiencing something, even though they're all launched, it's, it's still tugs at my heart when hard things are happening and my burn rate can go up as my stress levels go up. And so as we take that responsibility back, we need to manage our magnesium with what's happening. I also have autoimmune. People oh, with wow. autoimmune also have a higher magnesium burn rate. People who eat sugar have a higher magnesium burn rate. And so you have to start taking those things oh. into account to determine your own individual magnesium burn rate. Now, I'm not a sugar eater. I feel better without it. But, and here's a but, in December, I have, we call him the bearded one. My son makes me floating custards for my birthday. There is no way that I am going to say to him, oh, I don't eat sugar. Take this gift. And I'm just going to, I I eat that and I accept it with all the love that he has gone into his kitchen in his little bachelor pad (laughs) and he's turned his computer off and he's thought about me and made me floating. And so I'm going to eat that and I'm not going to be stressed at all about the sugar. (laughs) I'm going to sit in the moment that the bearded computer child (sighs) is connected with me and celebrating his mom. I am going to make sure I'm soaking in magnesium to offset that sugar increase. And so the reason that oral, I feel like as a society, we need to understand and upgrade our magnesium is I want cell saturation where every red blood cell is surrounded by magnesium. A serum test is only going to tell us what's in our blood and our body will work so hard, pull magnesium from our bones, pull Mm -hmm. magnesium from our pancreas, pull magnesium from our heart to keep our blood serum at 1%. Mm -hmm. So I'm not super interested in that test is what I want to know is the magnesium red blood cell test. What's around all of my cells and you can't take enough oral magnesium to get that up to appropriate numbers, you would have absolute stomach distress doing that. And so that's why I love soaking because soaking bypasses your digestion, but also allows your body to achieve cell saturation. And that's my goal with magnesium. When we're at cell saturation, the DHEA in your hormones that manages, helps to manage those hormones has enough magnesium to do what it needs. The beta cells in your pancreas has enough magnesium to do what it needs. And we know right now we have an onslaught of insulin 
issues with women and it it stops everything. It stops energy. It stops hormone balance. It stops good sleep. It stops weight gain. If insulin's not penetrating that cell, Mm. part of that, not all of it, part of it is a magnesium issue. You need that insulin attached to magnesium getting into that cell so that we've got the full function in the pancreas. So soaking in magnesium allows me to achieve cell saturation and then understanding my own individual burn rate. Like right now, I don't have a lot of stress. I walked the ocean this morning. I did my Pilates. I put some candles on. I'm good. But in two weeks, I have got major deadlines coming up and my stress levels are going to go up. And that's when I can step up, take personal responsibility and soak more often in magnesium to keep my numbers up. Wow. So you gave us like so much information in that little tidbit. Thank you very much. And so just let me kind of recap what I understand from you, because most physicians, including myself, when we order blood work, we only order like the magnesium, like from LabCorp, you know, these major like lab companies. And you're saying like, that's not the one a that we should be ordering to assess if the body truly is, has magnesium or not magnesium. Cause there's even been times for those that I've seen it deficient and had to repeat, but you're saying like, that's not even enough. And you're saying oral magnesium. And I have experienced this. A lot of people who take too much oral, almost like mag citrate, right? Like people take that almost to go, you know, right. what I'm saying to like right. clear out, you know, um, it can tear up their stomach. And that's why you don't recommend it at the amount that we need orally. And that's why you say soaking like transdermal, because that was going to be my next question. So do we better absorb it? through the skin then, then we yes. do orally. Okay. Yes, we do. And we all know so many people now are aware of gut health and their yeah. microbiome. And we're, my mom used to say, you are what you eat. Yeah. And at the time that she said that, that was current. It's outdated now. You are what you absorb because yeah. we've had a decrease in gut health. And so we're absorbing less magnesium and our foods because of the overuse of oh. synthetic fertilizers, even an organic red pepper that used to be loaded with magnesium doesn't have any, it doesn't even have trace amounts because our soils have been overused with synthetic fertilizers, which is a whole nother topic. Yeah. And so it sets us up for failure and to become calcium dominant. And so that's why soaking in that magnesium, we're bypassing digestion. Let's not do anything to decrease and cause digestive issues. I want to boost my body. I want to give it that master mineral of magnesium so it can act as a spark plug to activate all of those different processes that are happening in our bodies. Yeah. So I would say even then, because I'm big on like treating the root of the problem and, and you've even educated me. So even with some of these other conditions, like hormone lack, you know, lack of hormones or decreasing hormones in both men and women. Um, You mentioned the pancreas, which obviously is linked to diabetes and insulin resistance, which you mentioned in your terms. Um, And there's all these different, different processes that go on in the body. You're saying that some of the roots of those could be magnesium. So 
we're not saying in general that you shouldn't not take your current medications for this. No. But magnesium can enhance or help maybe eliminate some of these things over time if it's the right levels, if that's the cause. I I love what you said, going back to the root problem. So it was what I like to do and what I had to do when I had that health crash and was in that wheelchair and had feeding tubes, was having seizures, is what I had to do is I had to go back to the root because I am... I got so tired of chasing symptoms. I would work on my thyroid and then I'd work on my hormones and then I'd work on my brain health and then I'd work on something else. And I was just chasing symptoms and that's exhausting. And then it becomes, it takes over your life. And I don't want to be healthy to focus on health 24 seven. Those five grandbabies, I want to be healthy to climb trees and be on my knees and play with trucks with grandbabies. That's my motivation for health. And so putting the optimal energy, the lowest energy in for optimal results. That's what I want to do. I want the least input for maximum output and soaking's the way to go with magnesium for that ultimate input of getting to cell saturation. And how did you discover it was magnesium kind of during all this? Like, why not another vitamin or mineral? Like, yeah. So at the time, total uh, health crash, they put titanium in me. I have Melissa syndrome, which I had an autoimmune reaction to titanium, shut down my system. At the time, titanium was supposedly inert. Nobody could figure out what was going on. At the time, I thought it was the most horrible thing financially for my family. At that point, I had young children. My husband took a leave of absence. Looking back, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it made me go back to the beginning. I was such a wreck. Even when we took the titanium out, I still couldn't absorb food. I still couldn't drink water without getting sick. I couldn't be around perfumes that throw me into a migraine. And so getting back to the root problem was my sole focus. And I had a friend that brought over some magnesium and said, Kristen, I want you to soak in this. It's helped my family. Now I felt it immediately. And I think part of that was because I was so incredibly deficient with the health crisis that I'd had. Some people don't feel it immediately. It takes them a while. And vagus nerve function does play a role in that. How, um, how stressed out your vagus nerve is. But soaking in that magnesium, we also have to remember it doesn't solve everything. Sometimes after people will listen to me on a podcast, they'll get unrealistic expectations and they'll think, oh, I'll soak in magnesium and my hormones will be balanced and my thyroid's going to be balanced and my energy is going to come back because it's boosting mitochondria function and they need 56 different functions need magnesium at the mitochondrial level. It doesn't solve everything, but it is the first step of what went off to cause all of those issues. And so I tell people, get to cell saturation, see what's left, see what goes away that you don't even have to chase and then determine, okay, I'm at cell saturation. I know how to stay at cell saturation 
Now, where do I go? What's my next step after that? And that was going to be my next question. So do you have to soak every day? And like, how do you know when you're at cell saturation, essentially? Like, how do you know when it's enough? So I recommend a 30-day challenge, and that's where you soak in magnesium every day for 30 days. And the first objection that comes up is, oh, I can't do that for 30 days. It's okay. We're not looking for perfection. We're looking for imperfect action, getting 70 to 80% of those days in that 30 days that you're soaking in the magnesium, and then get your red blood cells tested get the magnesium red blood cell test. And you'll know when you get that test back where you're at. Now, if you've got money and money's not an issue, get the test before, get the test after. A lot of people to buy the magnesium and pay for two tests, they're like, oh, that's, that's yeah. tight on my budget. We know from massive studies done that most people are deficient in magnesium. If you've had stress, if you've had sugar, if you haven't slept enough, if you're not feeling well, guess what? I can pretty much promise you without a blood test, you yeah. are low in magnesium. So if getting two tests done is just out of a financial possibility, get the magnesium, soak for 30 days, and then get your red blood cell tested. And that's going to give you feedback if it's not at that 6.3, because ultimately that's what we want between 6.3 and 7.2. That's cell saturation. If you're not there, we know you've got some cracks in your foundation. You might need to look at other nutritional deficiencies. You might need to look at lifestyle habits. Yeah. You might need to look at how you're managing. What tools am I using to manage this stress? And from there, you can determine. So if you come in at a five, you're, you're strong. If, if yeah. people come in at five, sometimes they get stressed because they haven't hit perfection, but yeah. I'm over the moon because I know you're close. If you come in at a three or a four, we've, we've got some, a little bit of work to do to uncover what's happening with you. So if you come in at five, most people after the 30 day challenge will soak two to three times a week. And that will bring those numbers okay. up. If you come in a three or a four, we might need to do another 30-day challenge to make sure that those numbers are up and where we want them to be. But we can also add a simple amino acid of taurine. Taurine helps hold magnesium in the cell. And so if you're coming in really low, add some taurine to help your body hold on to that magnesium. And then remember how powerful you are and practice yeah. some deep breathing throughout the day. I have my phone set that it, rem I, that sounds ridiculous. And my grandfather <laughs> is probably rolling in his grave <laughs> that I have a timer on my phone to remember to breathe. Yeah. But it works for me. It's just a reminder. Hey, Kristen, take a break. Take a yeah. couple of deep breaths, bring those cortisol levels down so you can keep those magnesium levels up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with this day and age, I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's not surprising. I, I often sometimes wonder how grandparents did it with no, no phones, no, no nothing. Cause I'm like sitting, I had somebody say, Hey, did you read my book? And I'm like, to sit and read a book. Like I can do audible, but I can't sit and read a book anymore. So it's well, not I, surprising you have to like ding your phone to take deep yeah. breaths. 
I even went to Blinkist and Blinkist is this app that gives me the nuggets from the book. And so I can listen to just the nuggets because there's so many awesome books. And so I'll listen to it for a bit. They're about 12 or 14 minutes. And then if I'm really into it, I'll go ahead and listen to the full thing on. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) So, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I had one last question before we wrap it up. I saw that you offer other products besides your soap, like your lotion, in your body spray, would you say those are as effective, a little less effective? Should we use those a little bit differently? Because honestly, I'm interested in the lotion, actually. <laughs> I love that you asked this, and they're not the same. So the way to achieve cell saturation is through that soak. So far in 20 years of helping women achieve cell saturation, I have never seen one use the spray and achieve it. Now, the spray can help you stay there, and it's great to have in your car and great to travel with, but it can't help you get to cell saturation. And then the magnesium muscle cream of the cream and the lotion, the magnesium muscle cream holds more magnesium than the lotion because of that emulsifier bridge. In a cream, you've got a deeper bridge to hold the weight of the magnesium, and so the cream holds more. And then the magnesium lotion was specifically formulated for my grandbabies because I realized as they were being born, oh, we've already got signs of magnesium deficiency. But you can't soak a newborn, that sweet little acid mantle on their skin. You can't soak them in magnesium. That would be inappropriate. And so that was a grandma heart project to get that magnesium lotion made so that I could spend some time, educate daughters and daughter-in-laws, okay, this is what we can do for this baby that's appropriate for the age of where they're at. So those products will help you maintain cell saturation, but they won't get you there. Okay. That's good to know. That's good to know. Well, thank you for educating all of us about magnesium how to, and how to maximize our life with magnesium. Well, um, it I was put, delightful. Yeah, this you. has been great. I, I've learned so much. The out-of-the-box thinking that you have just excites me and shows me that change is happening within the system. So thank you from all of us who have been dismissed by a doctor, who have not been listened to by a doctor. Thank you for what you are doing to help change that culture within Western medicine. Yeah, thank you. And that this is kind of my mission now to do this. This is why I started this podcast to kind of educate different ways of practicing medicine. So I appreciate it. And I'm sorry that that, that happened to you. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see that there is a culture that's changing. Thank you. It is. I hope this message continued to empower you and inspire you to continue on your health transformation journey. Thank you for listening. And please subscribe or download if you like what you're hearing. The goal is to continue to inform you and educate you as you transform on your healthcare journey and show you different paths to take in order to get you to your goal. Until next time, thank you.